0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation. Presented by Twisted T. All right, we're back. Time to talk about the coordinators, what they had to say. CFE Nation presented by Twisted e. That was a lazy scratch, but, you know. That's right. NBA season back in full effect, Lef, Um, You still think Zach Levine is equal to Devin Booker? It's early. I mean, it's early, bro. It's... It's it's, really? it's it's still obvious, yeah. You know,
2: I know who's <laughs> obvious. That boy, Wimben Yaya Yama, that was The an alien. man, he out there making it look like. I'm like, I know y'all not. I know y'all acting like y'all can't steal it from when he.
1: When I saw that dude, Nutmeg, another dude, I said we would have had to fight in the back. I can't have a 7'2 2 dude, Nutmeg, in me. Dude, he's seven-four. Yeah, we got to fight in the back. Yeah,
2: I don't don't like the comparisons to (laughs) Bull Ball and all. I think he just, he's way more skilled than that. Okay, I wouldn't even say maybe way more natural. I mean, how would you describe it? He he plays like he's 6'1. He plays like he's 6'1.
1: I mean, it's, 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 yo, everybody wants to be a guard, dude. The game
2: is different. But he's more than a guard. He's got all the moves Giannis wishes he can have. Damn near same moves at KD, just bigger. Yeah. And he played defense. Yeah. And he can move his feet. You know, he ain't no. So it's like, man, this is like a tennis player in terms of the way he can move. He got deep. That's why I'm like, does he have handle or dude's just afraid of him? I don't
1: think dudes are used to. it. They have
2: to get used to. Him. <laughs> yeah, it kind of because what once, is
1: <laughs> no, bro. Once once they get used to him, you know.
2: I mean, he's throwing he, the ball from the he's top going of the to key, be... taking two steps and catching an alley. Yeah, like all in one motion. It ain't like he's <sighs> and no, dudes can you know how you can put your body in front of somebody stop. He's so long. It's like he's. It's like you can't. He get around it or something because he's skinny. Yeah, and he still dunk. I don't, The one unrealistic one was where he driving in the paint and just like sky hook dunk something.
1: Yeah,
2: like <laughs> like the two. I'm thinking he's going sky hook because he in the middle of the paint. Yeah, he sky hook dunked it, Sean. <laughs>
1: it's all fun. Until he has to play Jokic, and Jokic is busting his tail.
2: See, I don't know about that. All right. Okay. I don't okay. know about that, because right. he's athletic. Yeah, I know. And Jokic don't have no defense. You know that.
1: That's all right. And he can I shoot better you. than Jokic. See, now you bugging, dude. Now you now you bugging. He shoots threes. Oh, he hasn't done anything.
2: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: Preseason basketball ain't regular season, and regular
2: season ain't postseason. Oh, regular season is damn near like preseason. Them boys, no. Don't.
1: Regular season ain't no preseason, man. Come, what are you talking about?
2: You know, they don't even start playing hard until after All Star
1: break. You do realize teams are going to game plan for him. <laughs> yes. You do realize people are going to find his weaknesses.
2: Man, offense is too good in the NBA and dudes are too lazy on defense in the regular season. They are
1: going to pick and roll that dude to death. <laughs> Bring his tail away from that bucket. We're going to pick and roll his tail to death.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's too long for that.
1: No, he's not too long You see how dudes
2: get past him on a dribble and he's just swatting them from... What do
1: you mean? He's too long for small dudes. When you got KD running pick and roll, and KD seven feet, so KD ain't too small for that dude. I Come on, we're gonna run this pick and roll and see. We matter of fact, we're gonna run you through multiple pick and rolls and see what you're gonna do. The game What's is the now? game. Ain't no player out there invincible. Like oh, he can't be stopped. He oh, they're gonna find he has weaknesses. Believe that.
2: he can shoot threes. He's still the best driver in the bucket to the bat to the cup. And you know,
1: you know darn well LeBron's handles are suspect.
2: Oh, come on. Come on, suspect. They, they ain't no Steph Curry or Kyrie.
1: Dude, running suspect. fast, running fast and being able to run through people don't mean you can
2: dribble oh, the ball. Oh, come on. Jalen Brown would be a good example of what you're saying. He don't got no handles. But LeBron don't need the greatest handles. He got handle. Oh, as long as you admit he don't have the greatest handles. But, hell, the greatest handles are Kyrie and Steph.
1: His handles are mid. That's all oh, I Oh,
2: mid? Mid? Come on. Y'all his handles are mid. Jalen Brown's handles are mid. Zach Levine, hell, his handles are mid. LeBron, he's got he's got I definitely
1: stunning. agree with that Zach Levine assessment. <laughs> Wholeheartedly.
2: Facts. Hell KD handles are me. <clears throat> you see KD's handles in the playoffs, atrocious. Atrocious.
1: Hey, as long as LeBron is in that boat, it doesn't matter. He's not me. in that boat. Yeah, he's Come in that on. boat.
2: He don't be getting ripped or nothing like that. Yeah.
1: Dude, let Reggie Jackson make him fall last night. He,
2: he tripped him
1: over his no, own
2: feet. No, no, no. Reggie did the good old stick your foot out and 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 nobody he stood, going there,
1: stood there looked at him and, and hit the three. Yeah, we're
2: well, not taking no slander in year twenty one. Flying down the court like he's doing on fast breaks. Okay. Who's doing that?
1: Bron is 6'8". Like somebody just said, Bron got handles for 6'8". We're, yeah. not doing, we're not doing that. That's like saying you cute for a dark-skinned girl. We're not doing that. We're not operating in that type of ignorance, man. The game is the game. Magic Johnson was 6'8 and had superb handles. We're not
2: doing that, man. Mid is just a stretch, though, Sean. You can't see dude, the man we not Mid
1: doing that. Angry. We're not that dude. We're not excusing that dude because he's
2: 6'8". Not the mid His
1: handles, his handles are mid,
2: bro. Oh, my goodness. What you want to do uh, uh, in between the legs every time? I don't understand. His handles are very good for what he's asked to do. He scored the basketball.
1: What, just run over people?
2: He ain't run over people his whole career.
1: Come on. That whole mid for 6'8", nah, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that, bro. I'm sorry, his handles are sketchy, and it's okay. That's right. Like you said, he doesn't need Kyrie type handles. Kyrie at his Kyrie at his size does need those type handles. That's true. And do what he does. So. Let's get to it, man. Al Golden, man, was asked about this pit team and the challenges. And uh, Al Golden, before he got to pit, this is what he had to say about the time off and the defense,
4: which was good. A lot of special situations and uh, some run fits. And then today we went on to early down. So I thought, you know, I thought we were focused. I thought the kids came over prepared. And uh, we'll go watch it right now. But I was, I was excited about the energy and the way we practiced.
5: What do you, when you had the chance to do a self scout evaluation, what did you see from your defense that you liked? And what are some of the areas that you felt you guys sought to, to work on here for the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, uh, in a
4: lot of ways, self scouts are highly confidential, you know what I mean? Like in terms of, you know, what are our weaknesses, what are our strengths? So you're not going to get too much out of, out of me there, but I just think we just have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, what little tweaks do we need moving forward? Um, based on what teams do and, and, and based on the area of the field or the situation at hand and that's really what our focus was. So nothing really uh, specific to share with you other than, you know, there was a lot of time on task with that. How do you I mean, what was your thoughts on how you guys played against USC? I know it's been some time, but if you guys go so back to that. Yeah, again, I apologize. It's just so long ago. Like I'm I'm like this is five practices removed and a season and a half worth of pit football removed. So it's it's just hard for me to go back. You know, I I will say that the kids did a great job of practicing and then executing. In other words, bringing bringing the practice field to the game plan. I thought the coaches did a great job. Coach Wash with the rush plan was phenomenal. Uh, Mick and CO, you know, a couple of coverage tweaks that really, really helped us. And Mac's been uh, red hot in the red zone. So I thought those guys did a great job and and, uh, the kids executed really well. Other than that, man, it's been pit for a week now.
1: Well, Al Golden knows how to move on. I know that.
2: Yeah, I think the one thing he's focused on is just being able to keep the team prepared. And I Mm -hmm. think whenever you keep the team prepared, execution follows. And for them to be able to understand the game plan week to week, it helps them move on from week to week as well because they are focused on the task at hand. And Al Golden seems to be like a guy that, or a coach that doesn't dwell on too many different past experiences, he's more focused on the the up-and-coming, which is the the right mindset to have, especially facing the closest competitive schedule you would, like an NFL schedule where, you know, you got the Bengals on Monday night, then you got to play Pat Mahomes the next week, and then Josh Allen the week after, you know. So it's nothing that you can really – Sit and dwell on, and I think Al Golden, this is a just right on routine. And his team is starting to take the – the defense is starting to take the identity of that because last year at this time we were just starting to get on, just starting to click and come together and understand the, the, the ebbs and flows of his defense. Now, which is really cool, as you get to see this defense mature and grow faster and, and be more succinct week to week. Where we didn't have a slow start necessarily because we couldn't defensively. We really couldn't. You know, you start off with Ohio State and, you know, NC State and Duke and Louisville, your defense doesn't have time to really make big leaps and bounds on big mistakes. So they were able to come into the year, I thought, a lot more prepared, a lot more understanding of what the defense is. Offensively, through the transition, I expected us to come out slow but we started fast and then got slow so that's an interesting thing as well we figured out how to score a lot of points then we forgot for a couple weeks and so now we're trying to turn that switch back on and I think that uh, once we can find that synergy of both we'll be able to be fine moving into these last couple weeks of the season well
1: this is what Al Golden had to say about Pitt
2: you know you got a strong arm uh, can really
4: get the ball out there quickly um, you know he's fast enough to 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 make you honor the reads. You know you could see that at all different times of, of the season so far. Just him being able to pull it and and, and make him pay. Um, you know, including the other day. So um, I'm really I'm really impressed with him, and obviously it's it's going to be a great challenge for us. That's
1: him talking about the new quarterback for Pitt that will be making his second road start on the season this weekend. I mean his career, so um, he does get rid of the ball pretty quickly. Athletic enough to avoid the pass rush and make you honest on the uh, the read.
2: Well, it's all about not making these guys look more talented than what they are on film. I think sometimes we can <clears throat> we, we've been had a tendency to make. Guys, individuals look a little bit better Mm -hmm. than what they are on a day-to-day basis. they they always playing up past their talent level when it comes to us for some reason. But as long as we just keep those plays to a minimum, I think it's, it's going to require a lot more from them on their end to find points than it is for us to try to overthink what they're able to do. You know, yeah, they can make some plays here and there, but are they able to score 35 on this defense when some of the best offenses in the country <clears throat> haven't, haven't even been able to do that? So there should be some realism with our defense, but also the understanding that they're no different than these offenses that we're facing either.
1: So Marcus Freeman met with the media earlier this week, and he informed the media that uh, they're going to take some shots offensively this game. And uh Jared Parker was like, oh, yeah, he, he said that. Any deep shots,
6: I mean, we're gonna, you know what I mean? Like, we've given that away, right? No. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's any different than any other week. I mean, I understand it's a testament to who Pitt has been, Coach Narduzzi, the whole defensive staff, the tradition of that place and the defensive brand they play. Like, they make it hard. They make it hard. They know their fits. They know all the route combos they're going to see. Um, they know the run attacks they're going to see. They know defense inside and out. It's who they have been, who they are. So, hey, we're going to have to do everything we can to fight, scratch, and claw to attack them in many different ways, running and pass.
2: I think we need to give more credit to what we're trying to do on offense, and there's things to address that I think could make the press conference a little bit better. Uh, more so to the fact that why do we feel as though they make it hard? I mean, we should have the guys to make it easy. You should be speaking about what you're excited to get downfield because either way, whether they know it or not, we're going to go downfield or we have to anyway. So these, is, these are the things where you're not giving it away. They should know it's coming because if, they're doing the right things It's going to have to come because they mean that they're trying to stop the run. So usually the way Pat Narduzzi plays the defense is he has those quarters safeties playing the D gaps for run support, which puts the corners on one-on-one situations, which we've talked about all season is the matchups that now Rico in his first year has to take the responsibility of winning those one-on-ones. Uh, they obviously are a hard-nosed defense in, in, in terms of they know what they're doing. They don't try to give you too many different looks. They, mm-hmm. they stick to what they're doing. They play well at it. But for an offense that, that knows their weaknesses, having the better players, we should make it look like that on Saturday. And I just would like us to be more aggressive due to the fact that we're coming off a bye week where guys are fresher. Uh, a, t- a way to change the trajectory of the season coming off a good win in the bye week is to be able to advance on the foundation of what you're building. And I think that is the pass game It's we're past the point of feeling like we need to run the win. I think at this point, because of who we're playing, we can develop that pass game to get right for these January six bowls, give Sam an opportunity to, develop our receivers getting ready for next year. So all these things I think will be geared towards how do we get better for the bowl game and next season.
1: Keep it twisted. Next, he was asked about offensive change during the bye week. He was also asked about offensive identity. Let's go with the identity first, Lev. Very interesting to hear what you have to say about this.
6: What do we want to be defined by as an offense? And And I'll say it very plainly. Like, if we're a tough physical offense that takes care of the football and turnover margin, which is something we've done, minus one game. But we've got to take care of the football well. We've got to be a tough finish finishing football team these last four and then of course you know we'll be judged and look at where we're at on the last four and points per game but that's that's the deal right turnover margin and points per game and where it's at and we want to look good doing we want to play hard be penalty free and, and and have that be our reflection of who we are that's who our guys are you know those guys embrace that I thought they embraced that in the SC game and it's how we're going to have to finish this thing to put this thing where we want it to be at the end of the year
2: I mean, yeah, tough physical and take care of the ball. I mean, it's pretty standard. Uh, Obviously, you need to have some physical toughness in each and every game, and the turnovers can be a a dramatic momentum-changing factor in the game, but it only has taken us so far. You know, I think we've been able to do some cool things in terms of keeping games close, but I think we've recruited enough well enough to not look to play close to teams. I think it should be more about how we're expanding what we do on offense and get better. But it's just, it's just interesting because uh, it's almost like they're saying we want to be safe as an identity and we want to play conservative football and allow the other team to mess up or whatever, and I just find it uh, not championship talk at this point because we've been hearing it for the past 10 years. We've taken care of the football and still lose games. We've had the turnover margin where we wanted it and still lose the football game. I mean, if you look at the Ohio State game, we won in every stat category. Just about, except obviously, except passing. But we won in every other stat category and lost the game. So I think there needs to be maybe more of an inward focus on how we can become more explosive. Maybe that should be the segment of conversation. Yeah, we're working on becoming more explosive each and every day.
1: Offensive change during the bye week. Was there any? Much as a
6: change is just making sure we, we have to do like, it. I'll, I'll laugh with them, I've, I've told Free and everybody, like, everybody just wants to see the ball go forward, right? So however it goes forward is what it's got to do. Um, sometimes that'll look like we need to throw in it, and sometimes it'll be to run it. Um, we're going to do that and make sure we're multiple in the way we attack people and just continue to try to make that ball move forward.
1: Waiting on you, left. I don't have anything to say to it.
2: you on mute. Just play it again for the people. Just play it again for the people. We just got to let this one sink in. Change is just making sure
6: we we have to do like it. I'll I'll laugh with them. I've I've told Free and everybody, like everybody just wants to see the ball go forward, right? So however it goes forward is what it's got to do. Sometimes that'll look like we need to throw in it and sometimes it'll be to run it. Um, We're going to do that make sure we're multiple way we attack people and just continue to try to make that ball move forward.
1: I don't know about you, but I want to score. <laughs> I want to score. All this, they move the ball forward against Duke. They move the ball forward
2: against Louis.
1: I want to score. That's,
2: a, that's what I'm talking about. I want points on the board. Moving the ball forward, really? We've reduced the, the basic coach speak to baby talk. We want to advance the football. To where? To where, Jared Parker? Maybe that's where we find our disconnect. You just want to move forward into oblivion, and I want a destination. It's better to talk about the destination than the journey, in this case, because you need direction when it comes to trying to win a game. Mm -hmm. Because when you say moving forward, we're just trying to find ways to move forward. That could just mean you just calling plays to call plays. I'm just looking for a play to call. If it gets us one yard, great. If it gets us 99 yards, cool.
1: Well, you know what he means. As long as we don't commit penalties and, give, and protect the quarterback.
2: You don't win games by not committing penalties. You win games by scoring the football. So when I mean, you're it, talking helps. About, it
1: helps not to commit penalties. But,
2: but when you're talking about than offense in total, how you're going day-to-day building this, this offense mm-hmm. to be effective. Yeah. Why are you talking about we just want to stay above the chains? That's how high of a ceiling you have for this offense? We just want to stay above the chains. No penalties, no turnovers, and just keep inching inching closer. I mean, because if that's the case, that's exactly what it looks like Versus Ohio State, no clock awareness, no sense of time or nothing. We're just, whenever we get it, we're just going to inch forward the entire time. No sense of urgency, no sense of we need to score right now, have explosive plays. We're just trying to inch forward. And that's exactly what it looked like versus Ohio State, which is my problem. Is that what you're saying, Jared Parker, we can do that every game doesn't mean we're going to win. Yeah. You, In your mind, in my opinion, you probably thought we did everything we were supposed to do in that Ohio State game. In my mind, I'm like, why are we in this game with 14 points? We didn't do everything we were supposed to do in this game because of what it took to win the game. That's why I'm, I don't know if he's going into it trying to win the game or trying to just move forward. Because when you're trying to win the game, some games you got to go in there and score 50 points. Some games you got to score just enough. You got to keep it close. Some games you got to support your defense. Some games you got to go fast. Some games you need a time possession. You just got to find what game is based on what you need to win, not just moving forward because, in my opinion, the sense of urgency affected offense and defense. No sense of urgency on two plays to get the right men on the field. That's no sense of urgency. No sense of urgency in the last three minutes of the game to close out the game. We got calls that are just not, not what you would think for a team that's trying to close out a game. Hell, the the scoring drive to go in, the scoring drive to go in, it was like, why are we walking around like this is a walk in the park? So I do think that he understands what Marcus Freeman wants now in terms of a physically tough football team, mentally, physically tough football team. But, you know, it would be nice to have some sauce to it and, and and dress it up and make it more exciting because that's what's going to get the points necessary game in and game out from a consistent basis. You, you don't want dry spaghetti. Well, look Soft at this. Spaghetti. I feel you.
1: You're spot on, on the left. Jared Parker, to me, is like, because, you know, Back in the day, I'm a Nintendo kid, love. Okay. I'm a Nintendo kid. Super Mario, Brothers. That's, you know what I'm saying? And you know how you had certain people, like, I would skip worlds, bro. If I found a shortcut, because Zelda was my other game. If I found a shortcut to get to, like, the fourth world, and I didn't have to go through the third world, you're taking it. I'm taking the shortcut, bro. But you got this one dude in your crew that want to stay on the sticks because he got to go from 1-1 to 1-2 to 1-3. It's like, man, what are you doing? Take the shortcut.
2: Yeah, is he trying to beat the game or not?
1: Dude, exactly. That Flipping the game is the goal. Flipping the game as fast as you can is the goal. That's the goal. Right? Scoring points is the goal, bro. It's 2023. No one, these 15 play, eight-minute drives. Nope. No. No.
2: No. You have to be a chameleon in 2023. Man, look. You got to be able to adjust and adapt this whole.
1: Like, yeah, Jason Smith, take the tunnel to eight. Absolutely why are you tra- sit? what are we doing what are we doing what was the uh the Mike Tyson punch out you put the code in up up down down left left whatever it was
2: and it goes back to what we said yesterday about finding the competitive advantage these teams ain't waiting these teams are like oh we can take this avenue to get this better to help the football team right now because it's a risk we'll have to take you think in the back of their minds, Michigan is sitting at home being like, we do not have any idea. This is just so crazy that they're accusing us. They're probably like, damn, we got to find another way. They're probably actively trying to find another way right now. Facts, right. Because they know they got to play Ohio State. You think they're just going to be like, you got us, guys. We'll play this clean. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll ruin our three-game sweep of Ohio State and getting Ryan Day out of here. So, no, they probably – Got they probably got drones now, who knows? So, you don't have this. Is what I don't like about some times that people do they like to take the morally valued road and think it's going to result in something greater. But let me tell you, not everybody lives by the same morals. So, yeah, it sounds good that you're you're doing it the traditional football. We just want to move the
1: ball forward,
2: progress, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know, you wanna we wanna do all of that. But are you trying to win the game and score points, or are you just trying to prove a point? Yeah, there needs to be physicality at every you know, particular level on your team, but there's gotta be a level of strategy as well. You can't be brutes the entire time. Because this isn't the eighties.
1: <laughs>
2: Devontae look, Smith won the Heisman at 165. He ain't no brute.
1: Look, we look, we can we stop this. Right? Because Marcus Freeman, I'm Marcus Freeman doesn't get off the hook because of what Jack Sforbrick did over the summer. Marcus Freeman has a job
2: playing football games i don't care what marcus
1: freeman wants as an offense jared parker has a job that's right that's it that's his job because at the end of the day if things don't change marcus freeman is not sacrificing his job for jared parker's job he's gonna go get another oc He's not going to say, oh, man, we in this together. You were were calling my offense. So, you know what? I'm 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 going to leave when you leave. That's not how it works. I'm going to
2: leave when you leave. I wish it would. I wish it might. That's not how it works. But I think Jared Parker has gotten a fair enough shot. You know, I don't think we've mistreated Jared Parker and his opportunity at all. So, if something were to be in a change of direction it wouldn't be like we're doing a, a disservice or we're going against him i think it's just you know you got an opportunity and it just didn't work how we had the expectation of and go going a different direction
1: oh it is what it is man it is what it is you know and i don't expect any offensive coordinator coach to just come out <coughs> Like you pointed out with Al Golden, like he doesn't give us much, but you can tell that he's focused on preparation and having his defense ready for every opponent. You can still get something from Al Golden. What, what, what are you getting from Jared Park? You don't have to tell us what the game plan is. Your head coach just came out two days ago and said, yo, we're taking shots this week. He said that? No, we ain't taking no shots this week. What are you talking about? Why are you trying to back up when the head coach jumped out front two two days ago?
2: Yeah, that's that's what got me. That's, that's what got me. Yeah. The
1: head coach came out looking, "Hey, this week we taking shots. You know why? Because they have aggressive defensive backs that like to be nosy and take chances. And it's when like, you,
2: man, don't shy away.
1: Don't shot. You have to take shots against these dudes."
2: It's not a secret. You're not going to surprise them.
1: And Jerry Parker's trying to keep keep it like top secret. Like, oh, no, we're not taking shots. He said that?
2: Come on, man. You're not confident in what you're doing when you say stuff like that. Because why are you trying to hide? It's 2023. It is no hiding. You got teams that are trying to steal your signals. It is no more hiding. So if anything, you go in there and be like, you know, Coach Freeman is excited just like I am. I'm excited to see what we can do down the field because it's provided to us. It's provided to us. So I would say, okay, we haven't had great success yet, but we're gonna have some chances this week. And Marcus Freeman is just right. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna see what's down there. <laughs> hey,
1: we're taking shots.
2: We're gonna see what's Thank down you. there for sure.
1: Coming off a bye? yeah, we taking shots.
2: Thank That's you. it. That's it. You acting like we twisting your arm, Marcus Freeman or Jared Parker, or we didn't show them the, the the play call sheet or something. I'm like, work with us,
1: man. Lucky Lefty Podcast, bro. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you know what time it is, man. <laughs> Petty is story of the day. I don't know if you've seen this, left, but Mace was discussing the Dwight Howard situation,
2: and he's absolutely right. It <coughs> is, it's, it, it is everybody's business. It ain't, it ain't. He's, we cannot keep saying <laughs> what you do in the privacy of whatever is up to you. It's not.
1: Oh man, dude. it's
2: not up to you
1: they are fools him and cameron they're just flat out fools but i had to put mace on the petty train and dj envy turning states evidence against his boy caesar i mean state witness you can't be the spokesperson in all the videos and then you know want to act like man it was him
2: i'm just saying left what'd he say how can it be consensual when you surprise the person? <laughs> you can't surprise somebody and say it's consensual. Ah, it's consensual. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy what's going on out here. I think uh I think the petty train today, man. The Dwight Howard thing is just egregious because, one, what's the point of telling people? I mean, it's hitting the mainstream for what? That's why it matters. You can't keep saying it don't matter. It matters because it's causing disruptions in people's lives. Yep. That's it.
1: Oh, boy.
2: And DJ Envy, man, that's also really funny, how they keep playing all his videos. (laughs) It's like, oh man, you're going down. You're going down, fucker.
1: Hey man, have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another edition of the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Man, have a great one. Spin it different.
7: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?